From Points Across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 166 for the week of July 11, 2013. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I'm your host Tom Bowen. I'm joined by Michael Bowling from our Disneyland team, plus our special guest Jeffrey Epstein from D23, the official Disney fan club. In this segment, we talk about the upcoming D23 Expo. Hello everyone. Hello. Hello there. Welcome back to the Diz Unplugged, Jeffrey. Good to have you. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, everyone, Jeffrey, we they remember you as the original and best of the Disney geeks. Oh, best of, wow. Oh, absolutely. Uh, wow, that's that is, uh, thank you. That is very flattering. But uh, you know, I, I, I think that there's many great Disney geeks among us, um, and, and I'm, and I'm proud to be one of them. Good. Well, now, Jeffrey, I, I'm a charter member of D23, so I have seen you. I've been to a lot of D23 events. I've seen you at every single one. So, can you tell our listeners what do you do for D23? Because you, you must have far-ranging responsibilities. Um, I oversee the marketing for D23, and I work on the publicity as well. So it's uh, it's quite a it's quite a, a broad spectrum because we do obviously lots of fun uh, initiatives from uh, events and the magazine to the expo. There's there's a lot to and, and our new website, so a lot to celebrate when uh, working at D23. Oh, absolutely! And then you have your biggest you know, like the crown jewel of all your events that are, that's coming up from August 9th to 11th at the Anaheim Convention Center, and that's the D23 Expo. This must be an absolutely massive job to organize. So, um, so, so the thing it is, is indeed, which is why I'm glad I'm not the one organizing it. No, I... <laughs> yeah, I, um, I guess the theme this year is celebrating um, 60 years of Imagineering. Well, that's certainly the, the theme that Walt Disney Parks and Resorts is, is celebrating. So, um, the, for, for the Disneyland edition uh, of the show, I think that's, that's absolutely appropriate. Obviously, um, the, all the different parts of Disney come together under one roof to celebrate all parts of Disney. So, this year, Parks and Resorts is celebrating uh, Imagineering as their theme. So, can you tell us about what some of, what what are some of the other themes, some of the other things that are being celebrated at the Expo this year? Um, absolutely. I mean, really, what, what we love to do at the Expo is give fans and D23 members a look behind the curtain, a peek at what's new, what's next, how things are done. Um, there, there's lots of different ways that we do that. So with Parks, um, this year, they're really doing an immersive look at Imagineering, how uh, attractions are created, how the team was formed, how you know, there's so, so much behind the scenes. We're really excited um, one of the big pieces of feedback that we got from previous expos was people really loved the panels with Imagineers. Uh, they really wanted we, they wanted more of them, and they wanted the opportunity to get a little more in depth than we had before. So we're, we're, we listened, we heard that, and Parks has put together an incredible um, array of panels, um, more than they've ever done before. And then Sunday, of course, the 11th is a full day celebrating the 60th anniversary of Imagineering. Um, what else have we announced? Well, certainly we're, we're very excited. We've got two concerts, um, which are, right. which again, uh, are new to the expo. We haven't done things quite like this before. 
On Friday night, we've got Broadway and Beyond from our friends at Disney Theatrical Productions, and they're bringing in real marquee talent like um, Ashley Brown and Josh Strickland, who starred in their shows on Broadway. It's going to be a night to remember. If you love Disney music, Disney on Broadway, it is going to be unbelievable. Nice. I, I'm, I'm so excited for that concert. And then on Saturday night, we really have a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity when Richard M. Sherman and Alan Menken perform the Disney songbook. Because when you look at it, really, there's not two composers who together have composed more. And, and there's right, yeah. no one else who's composed more music for the Disney <laughs> for the for the Disney oh, yeah. universe than these two guys. It's, it's pretty amazing. So, um, Michael, I'm sure you you uh, attended at least one of our Destination D events, if not both, where oh, we had yeah. Richard Sherman and yes, uh, and the Alan so, Menken so Richard, concert at the last Destination D event was that was worth the price of admission, right there. Well. Awesome. I'm so happy to hear that. So, well, you know, we... You don't we, want we to tell him. Now, now, he's, now he's going to want to raise the prices. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a little late for this, Tom, but don't okay. think, you know, next year. No. Um, I, and I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Um, but uh, that concert, after after hearing Alan Menken's amazing concert that, yeah. you just, that you just referenced, and having heard Richard perform in concert for us before as well at our Destination D events, we thought, wouldn't it be unbelievable to get these two Disney legends on stage together for the first time ever. And, I, it, you know, it's going to be in the 4,500-seat arena. In, and and if you don't make it in, there's the 2,000-seat overflow theater because this once-in-a-lifetime concert is once-in-a-lifetime, and we want to make sure as many people get the opportunity to see it as possible. So it's going to live stream in the 2,000-seat overflow, which is really exciting for us. I mean, that for me is a... Is a something I'm, I'm really excited and I think the whole D23 team is um, is this overflow theater for the arena, the expansion of both stages 28 and 23, the new stage pass system so people can be guaranteed a seat into a presentation. Can you tell us, a little bit, yeah. tell us a little about that, Jeffrey, if you would, the stage pass? Sure. Stage pass, it's, it operates similarly to fast pass, um, uh, although it is not, it's not computer it will not be computer generated, it will be um, humanly generated. <laughs> but we, we will be scanning people's tickets. People will get in line. There will be two what we call windows per day. So um, during the specific windows, you'll be able to uh, pick up tickets for sessions between certain hours. Um, so... I, I want to explain this really well, so I don't want to. I don't want to mess it up. I want to make sure I get all the details right. But the, the really, the, the great opportunity here is that people will be guaranteed a seat. Yeah, I've said before that that's one of the things I love about Destination D. Everybody gets a everybody seat. Everybody gets a seat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is. Ah, here we go. More stage. Okay. So, all right. I wanted to make sure I didn't leave like leave you guys hanging. No, so, no problem. Um, so you get it's like fast pass. You're limited to one stage pass for a certain window. So there's two windows per day. There's the windows of sessions that take place between 11 and 3, and then 3 o'clock and beyond. Um, and there'll be times in the morning when those tickets become available. Any session that happens before 11, there will not be tickets for. This is only for stages 28 and 23, not for the arena. The arena still just lined up uh, priority uh, access there. Um, but you can bring tickets like FastPass for you and your party. They will scan them um, so that 
they know that you've got one and what it's for. Um, hopefully, we will have your first choice uh, presentation or concert available. If not, hopefully, it'll be a second or third choice that the guests will have um, that will also be available. So we're gonna we're gonna be trying it out. We hope it works. We're really excited about it. We think it's gonna really really help um, on, on some of the crowding and, and the queue issues um, that uh, people have spoken to us about in the past. We really want to we want we really want to make sure that the experience is as seamless as possible for guests. Um, I think you know those those people who've been to a Comic Con know it, it can be a lot of waiting in lines and, and certainly there's that at the expo as well. But we really do want to try to mitigate that as much as possible wherever we can. Awesome. And I thought I read early on that also for like the arena events, wristbands will be given so that people will no. know if they're getting in. It w- it's not for the arena. It was originally oh. we were looking at a, a potentially doing wristbands for stages 23 and 28, oh, but that okay. ultimately became evolved into this stage pass ticketing system, which oh, is much okay. more effective and efficient for us. Yeah, this is better actually. The stage pass. So it's great. I mean, if you know, obviously, if you care about being very, very close, then you're still going to probably want to wait in line. But if you just want to be in the room for that experience, then yeah, as long as you show up 15 minutes before, you know you're going to have a seat, which is, a, I think, a great relief to a lot of people who want to be able to explore the show floor. Right. Our collectors forum, which is so so much bigger than it's ever been before, we're incredibly excited for people to be able to explore in there and. Not only will, the, will there be Disney collectibles and you know and, and things that people have seen before Muppets and Pixar, but the world of Marvel and Star Wars will both be represented in the collectors forum, which is very exciting. Yeah, I think I think Star Wars fans are really excited about the recent announcement about Star Wars is going to be at the expo this year. Star so. Wars is going to be at the expo this year. We're 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 you know today today we did have that announcement or uh, recently the announcement from. Disney Consumer Products about Darth Vader sketched a shelf, which is going to be a really cool uh, showcase of the villain. And there may be another announcement from a galaxy far, far away uh, at some point in the near ah. future. Oh, we'll look forward to that. Also, I was—I heard you're doing something very new this year. There's a new interactive game that's just been introduced called Walt the Optimist, and it culminates at the D23 Expo. Um, can you tell us about that? I can only tell you that you've got to go play that game because <laughs> what WDI and Studios has cooked up is pretty amazing, and it's it's uh, it's going to be fairly seamlessly integrated into the expo in some ways. So it, it it's really exciting. I think it's something that if you're a, if you're a Disney fan, you're going to love. Um, and uh, I. I I'd recommend that people get online and start playing now so that when they get to the expo, the, the reveal will uh, will have the meaning. That they, right. Uh, but so that, fans, that is intended. It looks really cool. I, I, you can, folks can go on to the D23 Expo site, and there's a link to it. And um, it's... It's really good, especially if you like... Um, if you like to really figure things out. And... Yep. Um, it it looks like a lot of fun. I know, it's going to be great. And I mean, you know, we have the Treasures of the Walt Disney Archives exhibit, and again, we're we're looking at doing things differently this year. So you know, we've got the concerts, we've got stage pass, and we've increased the capacities. And 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 Parks is doing this amazing celebration of animation, uh, Imagineering, 
which I don't know why I said animation, but I'm so excited about animation too. <laughs> um, uh, but speaking of animation, people are going to get to see planes on the on the day it opens for free uh, in the arena, which is really awesome. And uh, but Treasures is great because in the past we we've, we've really broken out lots of the crown jewels from all through the decades of Disney history, and this year the archives felt that it would be more uh, interesting this time to focus on three different properties. So we've got Mary Poppins, which uh, is, is obviously beloved to any Disney fan. We've got Once Upon a Time, which uh, D23 members tell me all the time it's their favorite show on TV. I'm a huge fan of Once Upon a Time. I so love the way I. that they seamlessly... They, isn't it great how they seamlessly integrate the, the Disney stories with with uh, contemporary twists. Yes, yeah, it's very clever because you never know quite how the character is going to be. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's so yeah. cool. Um, and then they're introducing so, Wonderland too, which is going to be exciting. I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and stay tuned for some announcements on that uh, around the expo as well. Um, and then the, the the third property is Walt Disney and Disney's longstanding connection to Oz, um, the Oz books. Oh. Because long before Oz the Great and Powerful, which of course was a, a tremendous hit this year for us, Disney's had a long-standing relationship dating all the way back to 1957's Rainbow Road to Oz, which was a segment from the fourth anniversary show that um, celebrated Walt's four years on television, um, and it had a lot of the Musketeers. So we've got a, a costume from that, which is really cool. So, and then of course Return to Oz, and a few other pieces that we don't think people will have seen before. We're really excited. So Treasures what? is going to be phenomenal. Um, we, we just announced the costume contest, which, uh, you know, a la mode. A la mode. Uh, our the, mascot, Edna Mode. Yeah, the uh, the the little uh, the trophy is terrific. Uh, yeah, I think people <laughs> are going to really be uh, going to some extremes to win to, to win one of them. They're they're yeah. really beautiful. And we did we worked we worked with Brad Bird to make sure that she was perfect. So nice. um it's amazing. Kevin Kevin Traxler and um Marina from our team have worked together to, to really make sure that the costume contest is going to be something special. No, I know I mean that's really the tip of the iceberg. We you know we did uh, consumer products announced a bunch of, of exciting products that they're going to be debuting and releasing and, and things that make it much more interactive so it's not, you know, just like you're looking at um, shelves. You're, look, you're, you're going to be interacting with the artists and the authors and the Disney Dream Store is going to have such an incredible selection of Expo merchandise and, of course, Mickey's of Glendale, the Imagineering Store is coming back. So there's going to be a lot of opportunities for some very, very cool uh very cool collectibles. I know that my I've already have, have had to uh, expand my credit on my, my MasterCard. So. <laughs> I know my wife is dreading it, dreading my going there and doing my shopping. Now, you just for for a lot of Disney fans, the highlight of the expo is the Disney Legends Award, and you just announced who the Disney Legends for this year are. Um, do, do you do you want to tell our our listeners? They oh, absolutely. I mean, we're so excited. I mean, I, and I'm doing this in alphabetical order, to be fair. Um, <laughs> but, but, but I think your listeners, it may be one of their favorites. Uh, Tony Baxter, obviously, who's who's retiring and and uh, 
after an incredibly illustrious career at Disney and created some of the most beloved attractions. Um, Colin Campbell, one of the earlier Imagineers who actually went from uh, working on animated films to working on attractions. Dick Clark, whose relationship with ABC began in 1958. Uh, so he's been a part of the ABC Disney family for a very long time. Billy Crystal, obviously a voice from the Monsters, Inc. and Monsters University, but also hosted the Academy Awards on ABC for many years and, and did a, a breakthrough role on Soap, the TV show on ABC. So he's had a good relationship with the company as well. And his partner in crime on Monsters, Inc., John Goodman, uh, who built Lovable Sully, who's had done a lot of movies with the company, Arachnophobia, Coyote Ugly, Oh Brother Where Art Thou, Confessions of the Shopaholic. And, of course, he was on the long, long thin hit series, Roseanne. There's Steve Jobs, founder of Apple, but then, of course, was an early investor and chief executive at Pixar uh, and served on our board. Animator Glenn Keane, also retired recently, um, who has given life to Elliot and Pete's Dragon and the Beast of Beauty and the Beast and the Mermaid and, and Little Mermaid and, and Aladdin and Pocahontas and Tarzan. I mean, wow. so many of our, our most favorite characters, if that is actually proper English. Um, <laughs> and then last but certainly not least is Edwin with his indelible voice that really just you can't think of the Mad Hatter without thinking of Edwin absolutely absolutely um, and his role is in Mary Poppins which of course then ties that ties beautifully back to Treasures of the Walt Disney Archives and the ceremony will once again be hosted by Tom Bergeron which is wonderful and Bob Iger will be Bob Iger will be there to present all of the recipients with their awards it's going to be a absolute extraordinary afternoon it is. This is this is a really nice. Uh, I don't know um, c- collection. I get. I don't know what to call it of of Disney legends from like the the spanning the the generations of the Disney company. I mean, it, it's really nice. It's really nice. Now I know that for especially for first time guests to the expo. This can be really a daunting experience. I know my first time I was totally overwhelmed. And I know one of the things that the D23 does to help folks is you have your um, D23 mobile app um, mm. that, that really helped me a lot. And, and can well, you tell... Well, if it tell... helped you last time, you're going to love it this oh, so... time. Oh, great. It tell is... us about it. Um, we're going to be releasing it uh, later this month, uh, toward the end of July. It is going to be... It, it, it's it's fantastic. I've seen it in beta. It's incredibly user-friendly. It's going to be a, a true app this year available for both the iOS and Android platforms. So that's great, and we think we'll make everyone very, very happy, we hope. Um, it, it's going to be able to push notifications live when there are uh, when presentations fill up, when things are open. Um, definitely let people know the latest breaking news from the expo. The schedule will all be there. It'll be very interactive. There's going to be trivia and games. So it, it, the app this year we're really, really excited about, and, and the, our web team has just done a spectacular job of putting nice. together a product that we think guests will really enjoy. Oh, good. Well, I'll definitely download it. I still have the old one on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I keep clicking on it to see is there anything new? Is there anything new? 
So now what strategy do you recommend for people just to sort of maneuver and navigate and, you know, get into the venues they want to see when they're, when they're coming to the expo? I always recommend planning ahead. Plan, plan, plan. It's like, uh, it really is like planning a trip to Disneyland with first timers and you want to make sure that they see the things that you know are great or important or things that are going to be important to you. Really look at the schedule. It is coming together. There's obviously still some holes. Um, much like other fan events, we will be in the full schedule won't be totally announced until about uh, a week or two before the event, but it will hopefully give people some time to figure out what panels and presentations they want to go to. Um, but there will be a lot of information out before that as well. Really plan. You know, look through the things to know before you go page because it has lots and lots of information. It has all the details on the stage pass system. It's got ticketing information. There's there's so much information. Um, I, I just I feel like you can't absorb enough, and it really will help with planning your day. I think being strategic about it is definitely the way to make the most out of your expo experience. You know, there's always going to be lines, and I wish that we could make them all go away, but. It's only three days, and, and we got to cram a lot in there. Um, and I think going with a, a healthy attitude that you may not get to see everything, um, there are going to be panels and presentations, but there are going to be three going on at the same time, or sometimes even four if you count um, some of the other stages. So and always well, have a backup plan. Have a backup plan. And, yeah. and, and as Ursula said, life's full of tough choices, isn't it? <laughs> so you're going to make some choices. There's going to be, you know, you, there may be a studio panel that you want to go to, but there's also an Imagineering panel. So you figure out what's most important. But, yeah, you know, like you just said, have a second choice because if you do utilize the stage pass system, maybe you'll, maybe you won't get into your first choice, but perhaps you'll get into your second. So hopefully, yeah. hopefully that will all work out. Um, and, yeah. and really, you know, take a drink water. Take your time. There's, there's going to be a lot to see. It's the, the show floor is expanded. It's bigger than it's ever been before. So there's going to be a lot more to see. Um, there are more panels and presentations than we've ever had before. So there's going to be a lot more to do. We're really excited, but just plan it out and uh, get a lot of get as much sleep as you possibly can. <laughs> <laughs> that won't be much because I I got there you know first thing in the morning and I was leaving. Super late, <laughs> I remember, because there's so much there, like you said. So, um, yep. and I really encourage our our listeners check the D23 Expo page because I look at it every day, and it seems like there's something new there every day on the website. Um, there's announcements yep. all the time. So, um, so now at the end of the D23 Expo, what do you hope guests come away with after their experience? Well, hopefully they come away feeling fulfilled. Um, Stephen Clark, the head of D23, has, and Bob Iger, they, they both always said D23 is a give back to the fans, and that's what we really want the events uh, and, and the expo being the crown jewel of D23 events to feel like is a give back, like that like you were just a sponge sucking up every last bit of pixie dust that you possibly could, because there's going to be so much to see and do. We just hope that people really walk away feeling like they just got completely immersed um, and, 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 and walk away feeling like they've learned something and, and, and are excited about the future and, and, and celebrating the past. 
Is that too much to hope for people to walk away with? <laughs> oh no, I, I I don't think they can can't help but walk away with all that if they if yeah. they really like you said plan ahead, use your time wisely, and have second and third choices because there's always something to do. So. Yep. Is there is there one one presentation of the ones that have been announced that you're looking most forward to? Oh gosh! <laughs> no like pressure. Asking me to choose a favorite Disney character very hard. Although I love Chippendale. Um, oh gosh, I, I mean, Legends is always outstanding, but the right. concerts, I you know, I just feel like those concerts on Friday and Saturday night are just going to be yeah. a spectacular way to end the Expo days. They're just they're they're just going to be amazing. But I, I'm I'm a huge Parks fan. Um, as many people who see me in the park know, <laughs> I mean, I love going. So I, 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 there's so many of the, ima- the Imagineering and Parks and Resorts panels that seem interesting, like the Mystic Manor one, where you really get to, to learn all about the ins and outs of that attraction, which is cool. And I, but, so but I, I don't know. I, mean, I think the, there's really something. There's stuff for everyone, though. I mean, not just the park stuff. You got, I'm sure you're going to do stuff with ABC. You've got. Disney Channel out there a lot, uh, Radio Disney, I'm sure. And something new this year that I've noticed missing from previous expos, ESPN is, is represented. It is, you know, and we're, we are thrilled. You know, we really do want every part of Disney and to come under one roof. And, yeah. and when ESPN came on board this year, we were thrilled. Um, really, 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 it, it, it's so exciting. Um, and then ABC, like you said, they're going to be there as well. It's it and it, then the 99ers, which is what um, is going to be screening from from ESPN, is I hear is truly an incredible film, and that people are really going to enjoy it. So that should be that should be real. That's really exciting for us to be able to have you know, ABC and Disney Channel and uh, ESPN all come together with us because they are part of yeah. the Disney family. And we love Disney Channel. I mean, Disney Channel's programming, if you have kids or you're just like a Phineas and Ferb oh, freak yeah. like I am, I'm just obsessed with that show. It's, fant- it's fantastic. People, you know, sometimes um, you know, wonder, well, well, why is Disney Channel part of this? And I, I always say, you know, today's Jake and the Neverland Pirates fan is tomorrow's Disney Geek. Because oh, absolutely. really, it, it, those shows really, to me, I mean, they first of all, they teach great values, but they also... And they, they incorporate a lot of Disney's core messaging. Sometimes they incorporate Disney characters like they do in Jake or Sophia the First. And I love that. It makes me, it makes me so happy that we, you know, as we look to the future, we still mine from the past. Definitely. We have a, a four-year-old granddaughter and her, one of her favorite things at the park is the Disney Junior at California Adventure because she watches all those TV shows. And I yep. can't tell you how excited she is. To, to see that. So you're right. She's, uh, because of Disney Channel, she is going to be a long time, you know, lifetime Disney fan. And the nice thing is it means families can go to the expo. This isn't just something for adults. Families can go because there's something for children as well as teenagers and adults. Absolutely. And, and, and we haven't quite gotten to their announcement just yet, but uh, the Disney Interactive team is putting together some really spectacular stuff, so there'll be fun things for kids there. Um, our, our corporate citizenship group, which has turned families and, and well, it's, and everyone into honorary volunteers doing things to help 
better the community. Um, those are great activities that families can do together, which is really exciting. So it's not just, you know, one-stop shopping. There's a whole bunch of things that you can do and enjoy together as a family at the expo. Well, I can hardly wait. <laughs> Excellent. In, you and any, me both. Any last advice or, or words for us, Jeffrey? Well, if you haven't already bought your tickets, what are you waiting for? Nice. That's what that's what I got to say. Yeah, Get those tickets now, and and of course, you know, we did. If, if you're not already a D23 member, D23 members save on tickets, and we do have our new free level of membership. So, join D23. Get your discounted Expo tickets, and see you on August 9th. Excellent. Thank you, Jeffrey, again for joining us. Thank you, Michael. That is going to do it Thanks for, for this. Me. You're very welcome. That is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch our other Disneyland shows this week. And of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening. Everybody.